0: And I'm thrilled to be joined by a very special guest, um, Noreen Mia, the host of the 123 Show is joining me on the line now to talk about a very interesting experience uh, she had. Noreen, welcome to your program. (laughs) Hello, Karen. Hello, everyone. It's good to be on. Yeah. Is this the first time you've been a guest on the 123 Show? Yes, indeed. You've you've popped my one, two, three guest cherry. <laughs> I love it. I love it. After six years, you're finally a guest on the one, two, three show. So this is on the his, other side. And it's a moment. great
1: experience. It's, it's nice to hear the music on the phone and then be connected on the program. Right. I'm live on radio. Yeah,
0: I hope you're not too nervous.
1: <laughs> a little bit. So, so tell me when I'm talking too much.
0: Okay. All right. So We are talking about an experience you had, Uh, just putting it in context. Of course, we're unindated with information about coronavirus right now. Um, But you recently had the experience of being tested, which was was very interesting because we realised, you and I talking last week, that none of us really knew what to do. So can you
1: tell us what happened? Sure. So um, I should... Back up a little bit and that on Tuesday night, I'd taken a half day from the office. I think Cruz Ann was sitting in for me because I had to take my daughter, um, Kippa, to Queen Mary Hospital just for a regular checkup, which, by the mm. way, was a really great experience. They were so fast. Can I just say what a great public team we have public servants team we have here in hong kong on medical staff um the whole thing just only took about an hour so that here they are battling the coronavirus and they managed to to keep uh great service to serve other uh, other parts of uh, public health anyway so with that in mind i then went to the queensway office for the afternoon to do some recording and then that evening, I remember feeling like, oh, I've got a bit of a sore throat. I didn't think much of it because, you know, um, it's just a sore throat. Then the next morning, I remember waking up thinking, oh, I don't feel so good. Just a sore throat, no other symptoms. Mm. But then we have a Radio 3 group chat and I remember, I think I read Hugh had written, somebody from our Queensway studio, not the studio itself, but the building the block building. Mm. had the coronavirus. <laughs> and maybe I was a bit paranoid. I was like, oh, no. Anyway, with that in mind, I just messaged to say, well, I better stay at home just in case and then um Wednesday night came I was fine Thursday I was getting I'd I'd been to see the doctor that day quickly and the doctor said you've only got an you've only you've only got an upper uh tract respiratory um uh uh, infection so don't worry about it and I asked her whether or not I could do a COVID-19 test and she said well you don't really have any other symptoms you don't have a runny nose you don't have a cough you don't have a fever Um, I wouldn't really suggest it, Hmm. but if you want to do it, we have a blood test available, and that is very fast. It's a 15-minute blood test, but so that you know, it's not very accurate because they test for the antibodies. So you'd only really have the antibodies by about two or three weeks into having the virus. So So if you first test it when you don't have it, it might only be a 30% chance. And it's quite – yeah, so she was like, but if you want to get a deep throat saliva test – you can drop off the sample at one of the clinics, at the government clinics. But bearing in mind, you don't really have any of the symptoms. I don't really recommend it. So, so, so you can't, gave me some medicine.
0: Right. So you can't do
1: the saliva test at the GP's office? No, we can't. Oh. Um, they they still get dropped off at other uh, government clinics where they ultimately do the testing or where they send it off to the labs to do the testing. And I believe all the other private GPs do the same Mm-hmm. Um, or, or unless they've got a special package, but I know a lot of the, the 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 local GPs here in Hong Kong, and even in the public system, they ultimately send it off. To, to, a, to a different lab to do it because subsequently Thursday um, came and, <laughs> and then I developed a fever and so did my oh so did my three-year-old and that was when I was like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> uh, with the numbers sort of getting high in Hong Kong, you just can't be too sure. So that evening we took uh, uh, her and myself to Queen Mary Hospital and again, um, we just sat in the, in the waiting room mm-hmm. with other, I don't know, maybe other suspected COVID patients. Possible patients right yeah it wasn't very busy though we we waited about two and a half hours um, to, to, to see the doctor but that's bearing in mind with other resuscitation processes happening and also we had a chest x-ray as well so first of all they mm-hmm. they checked for your symptoms we both had fevers very mild fevers a mild fever for me and quite uh mid you know 38.5 yeah. for Sasha and then we had a chest X-ray. And then basically, she, the, the doctor also said, it looks like an upper respiratory tract infection as well. You've got no other symptoms. But just to be safe, um, I was like, can we have a COVID-19 test? So you had to ask for said, the test. Had you been in contact with anybody? And we said no. And even they were a bit reluctant to give it out.
0: Really, And you had to actually ask for a test. They didn't offer it to yeah. you. Yeah.
1: Hmm. That's right. We we asked for the test. And then she said, OK, fine. Um, we'll give you a little cup. Uh, bring it home and then f- uh, spit in the cup tomorrow morning. We we'll need your first su- your first deep throat saliva in the cup. I said, oh, so you don't do it now? They're like, no, no, no. Um, go home. Bring it back tomorrow morning. And Mm. there was alarm bells going on in my head. I was thinking, you know, surely there are other people who may be infected with COVID in in the same boat, basically, you know, they have to then go home, spit and then bring it back. And I was thinking, what if they infect other people on the way back? On the way, exactly. On the way. Um, But that is the common practice. And I suspect it's because they just don't have the capacity to isolate everybody. You know, say Mm -hmm. there are a thousand people going to Queen Mary a day. I don't know to public hospital. They just don't have the capacity to isolate a thousand people. Do you think
0: that the the doctors have seen enough cases um, to uh, maybe to almost know? Like they they saw you and then they knew. Okay, you just have a regular run of the mill upper respiratory tract infection.
1: Yeah, I suspect that because um, they weren't even, I mean, they had some PPE that they wore some of the protective, but the doctor we saw didn't wear any gloves. She didn't wear a face shield, just a regular face mask. And this was an A&E hmm. at Queen Mary Hospital at about 9.30 p.m. So it wasn't terribly busy, but at the triage at the, you know, at the desk where they separate the cases, those two nurses, three nurses even, they were wearing the full protective gear. Um, they had the face shields and the hair nets and, and face masks and gloves also.
0: Hmm, That's interesting. And so then yeah. you you got your little cup for your spit sample. What happened the next day?
1: Uh, yes. So then um, before we left the hospital, I said, so when will we get the results? And then the doctor said, oh, one or two th- one to three days, um, mm. and then when we then collected the cup, the nurse said, "Oh, it could be five to seven days." Wow, said, well, that's why a big difference. So exactly, and then the nurse kind of then said, "Well, you know, if if you are, if it's a positive, or if they don't get a conclusive result, they retest it again." So that's why it would take longer, mm. um, and you'll get notified via SMS. Okay, um, and they they'll call you if it's positive, and you'll get an SMS if it's negative. And so we got we went we went on the Thursday night and then we tested in the morning Friday morning where we dropped off the sample mm. and I remember getting uh, a happy text message Saturday and they said oh your, your results are negative which is oh, great great that's really yeah, good yeah just for the listeners know that the reason I'm at home is not because uh, I've got COVID or anything it's because we had already talk to the wonderful Karen and crew's doing it tomorrow and then Karen doing it on Wednesday. So I'm COVID free. Yes, Noreen is. And she's free to do all her other
0: work, which she's got a lot of other work to do as well. Um, (laughs) Yes, that's right. So Noreen, how how did you feel about the whole experience? I mean, were you very, you must have been worried, you know, on and off and especially just um, not really knowing, you know, what was going on.
1: Yeah, I think what was worrying was it coincided with so many cases that were sort of yeah. um, untraceable. And, you know, with, with our field of work, not that we, we see a lot of guests now, because a lot of them are, are over the phone, but to and from work, taking the MTR, taking the minibus to work, you just don't know who you're in contact with or the handles, even though you disinfect so Mm -hmm. rigorously and, um, you know, even with face masks and and stuff. So I was a bit worried. (laughs) What worried me at that time? And I remember thinking, well, why are they sending us home? Why aren't they testing us on the spot? You know, I'd rather wait six hours to get the results rather than potentially leaving and infecting a taxi driver, even though I was quite confident that I don't think we had covid because we were so careful Mm -hmm. but then on the other side we can't be too careful these days you just never know yes because some people have very mild symptoms and then you think well what if i'm the one with the mild symptoms right
0: i i was very (laughs) curious because of course as we know there are some people who have no symptoms so exactly uh, i thought if you if you have an upper respiratory tract infection that's sim that's symptoms of something
1: Exactly. Well, yeah, a, a sore throat, and then yeah, and the next day a fever. I thought, oh, it's these symptoms creeping up one by one. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was the worrying thing, I, I suppose, just not knowing. Um, yeah, just not knowing when the test results were going to come back, also because it was such a long wait. I know one to three days don't sound so long, but when you when you're actually waiting for something like this, it yeah. feels like a long time.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so when you first felt, um, felt ill with your sore throat, did you change your behavior? Did you sort of like stay away from the rest of the family or co-
1: what, what did you yeah, do? Yeah, I did. So I made sure we all wore face masks. I mean, definitely for myself, but just for them also. And also I didn't, <laughs> um, I, w- I would use a toilet. But that after i use the toilet i disinfect it because mm. we we, we to share the bathroom basically um, mm. and i would just stick to my room and just let the others have the living room and just be hanging out listening to rthk of course of course great programming <laughs> yeah best best quarantine um, program i can
0: recommend it best stay-at-home quarantine entertainment you could find exactly and it's free
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: Oh, well, you know it's great that um you've you've tested negative and but it's really interesting to hear what the experience is like because you know, although we read about it all the time, we don't really know the nitty gritty until you're actually in the situation.
1: exactly. I was sort of googling and I work in the media, I was really googling to see where we could get tested, and the truth is there are several places you can get tested i mean a lot of places you can definitely go to any public hospital to get tested although you know at at this point they might be sort of very busy with with actual cases but then i i do suggest that if you if anybody has any symptoms do go to your gp and request for a test because it's good to get tested um so that you can get treated if if you do and if not then you get an ease of mind um and then there are also clinics around the um i think jockey club clinics mm-hmm. that you can also go to to get tested again they would require your first spit of the day so mm. it's, and the first spit meaning <laughs> before you brush your teeth before you drink any water and before you have any breakfast right. so literally you know that first clearing of the throat i won't make that sound but you can imagine a lot of oh yes sort of, you hear old people doing that <laughs> in the park sometimes yes, hawking exactly. up that that bit of gem at the back of your throat. That phlegm gem. <laughs> phlegm gem. <laughs> um, it, was, it was really tricky getting it from my three-year-old. Yeah, how did you to do to that? To share with our listeners. No, but how do because you get it from they a just kid? just have no concept. Exactly. <laughs> how did you explain to her what she needed to do? Well, I said we had to fight the coronavirus, so we must get the saliva at the back of your throat. So I asked her to blow bubbles with her saliva something she loves doing which mm-hmm. we often stopped her from doing but in the end she couldn't really generate you know too much so, so we had to get a syringe mm. um to sort of um you know when you go to the dentist they've got that syringe thing to suck yes. your excess saliva we kind of use a syringe to suck the excess saliva from the back of her,
0: right. her
1: throat i think that sort of worked so that might be a tip for for yeah. people wanting to to test their kids yeah with little kids um, yeah
0: yeah, exactly. No, interesting stuff. And I, I have seen um, various uh, online services where you can pick up a kit and actually get what's basically a go-go van to come and pick it up and drop it off at a clinic as well.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I. Oh, where was that when I needed that last week? <laughs> exactly. I should have told you. I think if you oh, go no. on the Centre for Health Protection's website, they they do have some information there about various pickup services. There's there's three of them, I think. They're using couriers, basically, where you do need to get the little kit, the, the bottle first with a label, yeah. but they will actually pick it up f- from you and take it to the testing center. So that's an option oh, as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah. In case you have yeah. to do it again, we hope you don't have to do it again. <laughs> I, I hope not.
1: Oh, dear. But, but what an experience. But I'm, I'm really glad that you know we're, we're tested negative. uh, Yeah, you just, I I suppose everybody's so vigilant these days, it's a bit, it can be a bit worrying, you think, oh, where did I get my sore throat from? Because I'm not a doctor, I don't have any statistics. But my general feeling is that I feel like less people are getting sick Mm, from the flu, or from, I don't know, the cold or something. Mm. So it was a bit, it's It's a bit alarming that it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. I think, I suspect it was from my baby daughter, who's eight months, nine months now. She goes to a daycare. I think she was patient zero. In your so house? She,
0: but, yeah, I think so. True. But she had
1: such mild symptoms, you know, a bit of a, she had a bit of a wet nose or a bit of a runny nose mm. on uh, Tuesday morning. And then I had something Tuesday I have. Night, I, I have suppose. heard that
0: baby bugs are terrible for adults. They really oh. affect
1: adults terribly. So, yeah. I-, I can vouch for that. Remember how I got hand, foot, and mouth yes. disease last yes. last year? Gosh, yeah. I'm not really selling myself. I'm like <laughs> I'm full of <laughs> full of these things from these children. Yeah, you're ah.
0: actually a very healthy person. <laughs> yes, I am. Well, Noreen, glad to hear you are great, and you'll be back on the show on
1: Thursday. Yes, that's right. Okay, yeah, thank well. you so much. For, for doing the show. You're doing such a great job. Oh, I'm just glad so- I, I have a job to come back to. Yeah, exactly. Well,
0: <laughs> glad to have you on um, your, my show. <laughs> yes, thank you so much, Karen. Thanks very much, Bye, Jane. everyone. Take care. Talk to you soon. And we've been speaking with um, 123 Show host Noreen Mir about her coronavirus testing experience. Really interesting. It is just...